A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's lambing season, and it's been a tough one in many parts of the country after the very wet winter. Country Life is taking you now to a lamb rescue centre, run by Jackie Friedrichs, with help from her husband Terry. It's her seventh season raising lambs at their small farm in Wairarapa. She started out bottle feeding her own orphaned lamb, and it grew from there. The farm started off, um, we bought it in 2016, uh, we moved in 2016. It was an old farm, and... Um, they didn't farm as much as um, have horses. So what you see here, which is stables now, has turned into the lambery. It's fairly close to the house, um, and I can leave them here, I can hear them here, I can walk at night and do the 10 o'clock feed and the 11 o'clock feed, which I soon figured out I didn't have to do. Um, but it's close to home. So if we go inside, um, we're going to have to do some feeding a little later. Um, we've got these five babies inside here. So you just had a delivery last night. Do you get a delivery most most days? Most days we do at the moment. I, I do pray for a day not to have a delivery, just to get a bit of a break and to catch up. But let alone, you'll always have one that comes in. So this is, It's kind of tiny at the moment because this used to be the tech room. Which I've now turned into my feeding room. Feeding room. By the look of yes. things, bottles yes. everywhere, milk bottles. on the go. Yes, milk is microwave, <laughs> fridge, everything is here. Um, the cleaning stuff, it's all set and packed away. I've got my list of babies, so I know exactly who I have, oh where I goodness. have them, and how long they are. We're looking at a whiteboard here. A whiteboard here with all the babies on. So you can see we're on 75. 76 is just about to arrive. So 88 was my limit last year. We're going to go over 100 easy this year, very, very easily. So um, now, do all these babies have names, or are they numbers? They are numbers because I, I run out of names at times. But if someone gives me a baby with a name, it stays. So um, we've got uh, Lacey. Um, there was also Beyonce and Bryn. Uh, Sage came in. Um, Ida came in. Ida's down here somewhere. I know who Ida is. Um, Stevie, little Stevie, came in. And then they, were, they have their names. But you do farmers bring them in, or do you go and no, pick, I them don't up? pick them up? I go and pick it up. There are a couple of lifestyle guys who want to know where their babies have gone to. So they're welcome to come and have a look. And then they see this and they say, that's all right, they can stay. As soon as they come in, they'll go into here, which is the, the uh, little nursery um, area. So, and and, and that's got a heat lamp, hasn't it? They all have. There's a heat lamp there, heat lamp there, heat lamp there. There'll be a heat lamp next door. So I put them in here for the day so they know that this is home, that they don't have to worry oh, about it's anything. nice and soft um, in here, lots of lovely fresh straw. Yep, that's all being put down. Then um, I will feed them off the bottle feeders over there, which I've done there. So I Bottle feeders all yeah, lined so up, all the, tacked yeah. onto a piece of wood. Yep, absolutely. And I try and get them to feed straight away by themselves, but you can see how tiny those ones are. This little one over here. <laughs> And my number 35, he's sleeping somewhere down over there. He's really tiny. He can't even reach that. You've got a little so. black one over there, too. Yes, we have a uh, black Wiltshire. Now, I have lots of little dams cuddling around my knees. Because it's nearly feeding time. That's why. So, They're um, all getting tangled up in my microphone. <laughs> yes, they will eat everything and anything that... Uh, 
is in there. In now, business. Jackie, they're wearing little jackets with numbers on them. I do that simply so I know if there's someone sick, I can spot him out straight away, or someone not doing well, I can spot it straight away. I don't have to go picking up every single baby to see if, if they're all right or not. I know who's new, I know who's not. Pink are girls, blue are boys, um, and then they go in size from there. They've got pink dots or blue dots. Yes. And these little jackets, tell me about them. Um, the, I just, you don't need to have them on, but these little guys don't have a mom anymore. Yes, they are warm in here, but it makes me feel better that, they, that they're wearing them. And as long as it makes me feel better, then they feel better. They're made so, of felted wool? No, 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 this is wool. Um, but it's also in when you have to try and catch the little buckets who end up running away. And when you have to pick up two or three at a time, they make a perfect uh -huh. handbag. <laughs> so <laughs> they do. Because um, sometimes you have to pick up a few at, at a time and you just can't do it. So it's How easy. many and can you pick up at one time? I can do six. But um, we know. <laughs> three in each hand. Three in each hand. <coughs> are you hungry, darling? Yes, you are. Now you say that you're getting more this year than normal. Why is that? Um, farmers have a lot to worry about at the moment. And looking after these little guys, which is a 24-7 job, they just don't have the time. So they actually really, I, I was actually quite surprised because two of them have said to me, we are so pleased that you are here because we just don't have the time. We've got other things to worry about. There's no grass. There's too much water. There's, there's no food. And lambs are dying so quickly. So um, it's, it's really hard this year. We've had a wet 18 months. Um, you walk on the, you walk on, I mean, the grass looks like it's growing, but you can actually see it's got a slightly yellow tinge. And it is really short because the animals are eating as much as they can. Um, we are supplying all our animals with um, extra food at the moment. So the, the farms are sort of happy to let me take them um, because it's um, less for them to worry about at the moment. And it's, if I can help them, that's great. And I just, I just love them. I, at the end of every season, I'm saying I'm never doing this again. It was terrible and it's such hard work and you get so little sleep. And then June next year, I think myself, OK, right, I'll start getting ready. And I get all excited because lemming season starts again. And then I get uh, eight months, uh, eight weeks into it. I think myself, oh, my God, how much longer do I have to go now? But every time someone picks up a phone and says, here's a baby, I say, I'll be there to pick it up. It's fine. And when you see something like that, you just think to yourself, why not? Do you often get the smallest yep. triplet? Uh, absolutely. Hence why those ones are so small. I get a, a, a lot of the triplets. And uh, there's a lot of people who don't think that they will survive. So, um, And we know that they're going to be small. We know it. But all because you're small doesn't mean you aren't allowed another chance. So they, they actually get even more care from <laughs> And you talked about orphans, so the ewes have died? Uh, no, well, not, no, not all. Uh, sometimes the ewe just walks away. Um, the, uh, and that's what happens with um, like the triplet. They always say it's much better to take the triplet away. And it is, because mom's only got two teats. We've got a mom who's, who actually is looking all, after all three of her babies very well at the moment. But we're keeping a constant eye on that because one of the babies is not going to do as well. She can give them all the colostrum that they need. We can take over from them. So we don't run and go and grab straight away if we don't have to. But sometimes mom just decides, no, not mine. I don't want it. Don't want to do it. So, um, and a lot of these, um, I'm, yeah, as we said this year, a lot of moms really didn't make it because of the weather. Their feed comes through the heat wave system, which is which is one of the systems we have here. So all I do is I put the milk in here, 
And that's a box? Yep. That's a, yes. a sort of a tub there? Yeah, it's just a huge tub. And you've, you've it's, invented it's this yourself? No, no, no. This one we bought. Uh-huh. The, the one we invented is next door. <laughs> we'll go and see that one in a minute. That was our first attempt at uh, ad-lib feeding. Um, this goes through hot water and then goes down, and these babies get warm milk all the time. So tubes are feeding there down into the individual little bottles and the yep. teats coming out. Once they come in, I will feed them for two days on, um, on colostrum, and I'll personally feed them myself, and then we'll bring them onto here. And is the milk flowing constantly? Yes, it's, it's, uh, as they suck, so it'll come through the machine, up here, into the water, and then into the tubes. So, and it's, it's kept warm all the time, and then they'll start eating. You want some? Come. So this is the way I usually teach them, is they know my fingers. So slowly now, and then you'll see them all rushing. And then I normally put them on a teat, and away they go. And then we'll all fight for one teat, even though we have three teats. That teat that someone else on is always better. Hey darling, here we go, you go in that one. So this is um, my little kindy and my, um, my grade one school. We've got lots of little pens coming off the, the tack room. The doors are open. They're wandering in and out as they wish. They're as they'd like. So I've just moved these guys this morning because there were just too many in there. And they've gone to a very similar thing next door now. My goodness, and there are a whole load of other lands. <laughs> yes, there are plenty of other lands to go. Um, so they'll have that and they'll have the green grass and the area so they can wander down there. And then these guys are even older. So I've moved them up into sort of like high school. So we've gone to high school and they also very similar sort of thing, just slightly larger. They, I try and keep them to the same age group because then they all move along together and it makes things a little easier for me uh, to control. So they've got that section there and they also start eating grass and they also start drinking water. So that section's uh, upgrade, they get water too. So, But they're also on an ad-lib system where they feed when they want and they've eaten on their own. And they're now lying in the sun. And how old are those ones? These here are uh, almost two weeks old, so they're good. These are just a few days and maybe one or two in a week old. And the ones over there? We'll go up to the top barn. That that barn is my new um, favourite barn. (laughs) That is a no-work barn and I love it. But the babies are doing really well. And how old are those babies? Uh, Anything from a month down to two weeks. So once they've uh, learned how to drink water here or learned to move on to grass, They'll go into the big They barn. graduate. They graduate up to university. Now, university is fun. If we want to go back the other... Uh, I think we can go back this way. One question I have is, where do you get the colostrum from? Um, I sometimes get it from um, a farmer who is happy to give it to me from his cows. Otherwise, I buy the jump start, which is also colostrum, which I mix with the cow's milk. So we, I use our girls. Um, Hopefully one of them will calve very soon, so I'll have extra milk. Um, but I've also got a farmer who very kindly gives me um, some of their cow's milk as well. So. Cow's colostrum is okay for lambs? It is. Um, I like to dilute it, though, because it's very thick. And for them to suck through it is, is actually hard work for them. And explain for those who aren't in the know what how important colostrum is. Oh, colostrum is vitally important. Last year I was only giving them uh, one day's colostrum and uh, realised they weren't growing and um, as healthy as what they should have been. And I learned two days colostrum is vitally important. It um, actually involves their inside, it creates their internal organs, their stomach, it, it rounds their rumen, it makes it very healthy for them to then nibble on grass and look after everything else that goes with it. 
So um, my husband's just arrived with a new baby. So we'll go and meet my husband. Hi, another one. That's another Andrew. baby. Hmm? That's Andrew. Is that Andrew? So Andrew's got a name. <laughs> Hello, baby. How old Hi, is he? Day or two. He's a day or two. Okay. So where did he come from? I came from one of our. Actually, was one of the first uh, uh, people that we got him from. Oh, the uh, the first orphans this year. This is their last of the year. Oh, is the last one? Well, they got they got five years left to land, but this is probably the last this one. This will be the last one of the year. Uh, he's obviously eaten because his tummy's a bit full, so we'll um, we'll just stick him down in the corner over there, and I'll actually lock him in to make sure he doesn't do a runner. Um, just let him get used to where he is and what he's doing. Terry, uh, what do you think of Jackie's passion for? She's mad. She's stark raving mad. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> We love honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's nuts. She's yeah, nuts. And everyone thinks she's nuts. But hey, she yeah. does a job. <laughs> you do a lot of the picking up and dropping off. And yeah, and, and the, all the and, building. And all the building and the, and the fixing and the making. And uh, yeah, it's, it's all, all a bit of uh, a trial and error. It is trial and error. Mm. But you know, it's, it's, it's more you learn really quickly what doesn't work and what does work. And, th- and that's what's happened with us. So. Um, We'll go up to the upper, the, the top barn over there and we'll show you why we learn every year very quickly. Terry, um, can I ask you, were you, were you farming in Zimbabwe? Uh, yeah, well, I, I grew up on a ranch, so it's slightly different, uh, a, a very large cattle ranch. Uh, there, there, there we had uh, vast areas of, of bush and um, very little, very little uh, uh, green, so it is, it's very different. And, and you're breeding mulches? Uh, yeah, uh, Wilches is, is our is our new our new thing. We don't have to share them. They they clean. They are easy. They tame. Um, they're quiet. They're quiet. Very quiet. Yeah, so. and um, it's the so it's the way of the future. Yeah, if you don't have to share them, and um, that's the big problem now. And will these lambs? Will they go on to be part of your flock? Not all of them. Um, some there's actually a lady coming to pick up some on Saturday. She wants little ones for her lifestyle block. So I'm happy to let her choose what she wants to take. Um, the wilches we get in, which we do get quite a couple in, we keep for ourselves. Um, and then, yeah, we do send some off to the market because if I can recoup a third of my costs, it'd be silly if I don't. Because um, it's a fairly expensive exercise. Expensive, so. A very expensive hobby. <laughs> a very expensive hobby, yes. <laughs> so because that's exactly what it's, it's a labor of love, this. We, you know, we don't do it for money. It's, it's, um, it's not a business. It must be a 24-hour job almost. Yes. Four months a year, 20, 24 hours a day. Because once they go out of the big barn, then they go into the fields. So then we have to, to actually drive around and then feed them morning and afternoon and evening. Two weeks later, morning and evening. Two weeks later, just in the morning. And we just try and let them go from there. Do you find that some of them come in quite sick? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I get ones where the farmers come in and say, it's not going to survive, but yeah, I'm sure you can do your best. And I ha- we have saved so many. And look, there are some that don't, um, sadly. Mm, what's uh, that like for you? Oh, that's heartbreaking for me. <laughs> it's terrible because you try whatever. We picked up one um, two years ago, one of ours, in the wet, in the mud. We found it flat out. It, it, it came out and just fell to the floor and mom just walked off. And uh, we, we came through there and it was frozen. And I stuck it in a warm bath, um, made sure the, the heartbeat was there. And as far as I'm concerned, where there's a heartbeat, there's hope. So I wrapped it up in a warm towel, tightly in a warm towel, and I stuck it under the heat lamp for about 48 hours. 
it survived. It was one of my it was one of my huge success stories. I was just, and then I thought to myself, okay, I can do this, and I know that if I if I can do it and it dies, I tried my best. Um, there's just some that I believe have to go, you know. Just yeah. And, what happens to those? Um, they either go to the rose garden or under one of the fruit trees, we recycle compost, and uh, or otherwise we we do have a big pit. We had to. We lost a mom the other day with her babies, which is really heartbreaking. And it, it did. It took me half the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I care too much. <laughs> and animals, I just any animal. I hate cruelty to animals. And um, like even that little one over there is, is. I can see his eye is not right now. So as soon as this is all over, his eye will be sorted out. They get sick. They they get really down. Um, and that's my best part. I love to cuddle. And they love cuddling because they also have a mum, so that affection for them is really good. And I will always find 30 seconds to a minute to cuddle anything. Does it upset you to think that they go to the sale yards and end up? Yes, I I don't. I say they go, they're going to the sale yards. Where they go from there, I don't want to know. Oh, yes. Two weeks old. Uh, so two to three weeks old. Um, the ones with the jackets, they've only been popped over today. So they're still new around here. But the ones without the jackets have all, you can see they'll be playing over there. And they'll go and eat grass. Um, they've been out for quite a while. So we put them in this section just to um, let them realize that they're in a new home. And now uh, there's no more heat lamps and nice cozy places. But I do build, I'm going to build another haystack there. I've built one over there for them. <laughs> You're having I, fun making little houses and dens for them. I, I do because they need shelter. You've got um, quite a super duper machine so, there for yeah, making the so, milk. Yeah, so this all we do now is actually throw the powder in the top. And the water comes through at the bottom. It mixes the exact quantity that we needed and it keeps feeding it all the time. So that noise is just, it mixes it. So it keeps mixing it all the time. And then every time it reaches um, this mark over here, it refills up by another litre. So it's also heated. We can heat it to whatever um, warmth we want the milk. And then it gets fed through. At the moment, we've only got three uh, teats working, but we'll have eight teats working when we move more babies over. And how long do you keep them for? Three, well, all, all the way till weaning. I prefer to keep them for weaning. Um, I so that's three months? Three months, yeah. Um, and then we'll just keep them out there until we decide when it's right to go. And if some of them take longer than others, so be it. Um, they're happy and they're healthy. Hello, baby. Every year we do this, we learn something new. And you always have to learn how to do things better and quicker. Because uh, our first two years was, oh, God. Yes, we only had, my first year was only 20. My second year was 57. Um, but when you've got 57 babies and you're feeding them all by bottle, it's not easy. Here at the university end of things, yes. uh, there's a little bit of playtime and yes, playthings for them are. to we spend have a time in. Huge willow tree, um, which they love to climb. Um, but yeah, they have little lamb races here, which is just absolutely too beautiful. And they start on that side and they run and they jump over the tree, then they run around the tree, then they come up here and they run into there, and then they run around here and then all the way back again. And there's all of them. It's just like everybody has to do this. And do you find you day. spend a lot of time watching? I spend a lot of time watching, I spend a lot of time videoing, I spend, I just, and then my husband says, um, it's tea time. I'll be there in a minute, I'm just watching this. How has the plunge in lamb prices affected things? Oh, 
that's uh, that's why we're not going to make any money. <laughs> that's hence why we're not going to make any money. It's just it's 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 really sad because um, you can buy our lamb cheaper in the UK than what you get it here. It's ridiculous. That's hence why we know exactly that this year is going to be tough, and I'll be very lucky if I make back any money this year. But it's it's not about the money here. To be really honest, I know everybody says I'm mad. I gather that <laughs> it's I'm mad. It's really and, your passion, isn't it, Jackie? Oh, man, I just I just love them. You know, I, I don't know why. I just I mean, when they when they run and jump and skip and have to kick their back legs out to show that they're all excited. Come on, what's better than that? <laughs> Jackie Friedrichs. You also heard from Jackie's husband, Terry, and, of course, plenty of lambs at her lamb rescue centre in Wairarapa.